0: I should be frightened, but I'm strangely calm. The silence, solitude. Ah, this is beautiful. I'm in a world all my own. I do not feel alone. It's easy to see. I fit perfectly in this wonderful, beautiful city. No, 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 go away. I was so happy.
1: Skateers, and welcome to another episode of Ghost Stories, a Rebels podcast here on the Random Chatter Network, or should I say, the award-nominated Ghost <laughs> Stories. Yes. Yeah.
2: Man. We are still, still cloud writing, nine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm still, yeah, still riding that high. So thank you again to everybody who's nominated us so far. You know, let's take it the rest of the way now. Go to Star Wars uh, Podcast and vote for us down in the TV review section. So. We'll plug it again at the end of the episode, but we just wanted to say thank you again uh, to everybody who's gotten us this far. Yeah, thank you. All right, now this week's episode: Double Agent Droid. When Chopper comes under Imperial control, the future of the entire Rebellion is at stake. So this was a fun episode. I really liked it, and it's it's kind of that you know that last fun one before the, you know, we start getting into the end game of the season. You know,
0: definitely. I mean, but still, it moved the plot forward, at least in the sense that we get the idea that the the Empire is moving closer and closer to finding the rebel base.
1: Oh, yeah. It's definitely not filler.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, and that, I mean, that's been kind of thrown a lot at this episode. And, and I mean, I'm guilty of calling some episodes filler before, too, but this one definitely wasn't in the sense that it. It, it started to kind of narrow the Empire search. Like, they're getting closer. We don't know exactly how much information they got off of Chopper, but it's probably safe to say that they got a bit, you know?
0: Well, because they said that they got over half.
2: Yeah, over 50%. And it was still over. going beyond that.
0: Yeah, over over... But they didn't get the base.
1: So, we already know that he's been, like, That Thrawn's already narrowed his search down to like 90-something systems. You know, how much, you know, help did he get from this? But we're jumping ahead, too. What did you guys think of the listenership?
0: Well, for the record, I thought it was great to see the Lobot tech headgear, the AJ6 cyborg construct, which we haven't seen at least... Since see,
2: the Lando comic, basically. Yeah. Well,
1: we, well it, since... since uh, we haven't seen it in Rebels since Ceebo.
0: Yeah. CBO, but I way back yeah. like in the
1: first, in the first yeah. season.
0: But we saw it in mass. I mean, like, so many of those people had the, you know, the aj sex cyborg constructs. And that was just great to see. Because it's not... They're one of the few things that their, their constructs, their little cyborg... Uh, headgear isn't used that much.
1: Well, yeah, because our only examples up until now have been Lobot and SIBO. And yeah. so it's really kind of interesting to see more people who've kind of dedicated themselves to like, hey, this is going to be my role in the Empire. I'm going to plug a computer into my brain. and
0: Yeah, I was going to say, you see it in, um, there is a um, cyborg uh, construct in in number nine. But
1: oh, so they're still being used then in the future. They are
0: still being used in the comic. Probably
1: upgraded, but, huh?
0: Yeah, but again, like well, it
1: doesn't. It doesn't seem like it's a bad technology to have.
0: It I seems mean, really good. I mean, they they outmaneuvered you know the rebels.
1: As long as they're like willfully doing it, you know. But since it's the empire doing, you know, plugging them people in, uh, who knows?
2: And that's the thing, you know, if they're willing, willingfully doing it. uh, The thing I wanted to ask is like, I don't, we don't know much about them. I want to know if they're actually dead people, basically. You know what I mean? That are kind of just cybernetically being controlled now, or at least just robots at this point now. You know what I mean? Like, I I think they're really intriguing. Um, Mm -hmm. I want to know more about them. You know,
1: I, I think they're still alive Um, there. I mean, there's no reason for them to be dead. And that would be a little, little gruesome because, I mean, if they're dead, then they're, it's fair to say that their like organic side wouldn't be functioning anymore, which at that Mm -hmm. point just use a droid. Yeah, very
2: true. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, it's weird. Even in the uh, Lando comic, there's, there's moments where Lobot kind of struggles with the program kind of taking over his brain. And I I just think they're interesting. And and it was pretty cool to see in this episode.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, we saw that. We saw that with SIBO too. Like he was, he was fighting his programming and it wasn't until the end of the episode when he got like kind of shocked out of it that he was able to kind of have his personality again. But what I really love is I love the idea that there's this, that there are these ships out in the galaxy that are literally just operating stations like old-timey operators just scanning 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 things and relaying that like that's such a crazy thing to see that these people literally have no other function other than to just sit on their ship stare at compute like computers all day
0: and yet it's and also it's perfect for that cyborg construct the j6s because they they don't need to have that human emotion. So if they need to just be out in the ether floating around until they pick up an errant signal and that they need to process, it's perfect for them. So having a ship full of them is perfect. It's, it's brilliant. Like, yeah, as a
1: strategy and as like a tactic for the empire, it's a really smart strategy. It's just, it's kind of sad that these are literally those people' lives. I mean, lives. It, yeah,
0: it definitely is sad for them. It's brilliant for the empire, but def- I agree with you. It is something that's kind of heartbreaking for them. But again, it we don't. What's hard is to know if they sign up for this willingly. Were they taken against their will? There's so much of an unknown in this situation
1: exactly and that's and that's what i'm saying like if they're willfully doing this then that's great if not then that's but it is the empire so maybe yeah (laughs) maybe they are doing this against their will Mm -hmm. um i would never have known that the controller the main guy was played by josh gad if they hadn't made such a big deal about it Mm -hmm. but then after like everyone was like oh josh gad is guest starring in this episode like and i was like oh okay he does sound a little bit like a like a serious olaf
0: <laughs> or or a serious lefou
1: well we alien beast isn't out yet so we don't know what his lefou voice is yet but
0: well we've heard him sing it a little bit
1: i know but i'm just saying but yeah i it's, it's something and this is like the first time i think we've ever seen like regular people glasses Mm-hmm. in star wars yeah like it... we see visors all the time like you know cool computer monitoring glasses but we've never seen actual just like regular people glasses which has were... a as i feel a like i could wear. top
2: that though i well the first okay. time we've ever seen like a toilet <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> like that's the... oh yeah no yeah. first time
1: we've ever seen you know a rest uh, bathroom in star wars <laughs> yeah like official, oh, official. Sorry. Yeah. we've seen refresher. him in the comic <laughs> a, <laughs> a refresher, refresher. I mean, which it, is, the, is, is, is from, you know, legends. So like. Yeah.
0: It, the glasses reminded me a lot of Tales of the. I, I really like uh, Tales from the Borderlands. Uh, Vaughn, who oh, has yeah. glasses, and his glasses reminded me a lot of that. But yeah, the refresher scene was great because I, I have read many a story with refreshers involved in. I guess it was great to see a refresher, that we didn't get to see it was very, it was very cute and awkward to see.
2: <laughs> not not only did we see a refresher, but it was actually Wedge. So that makes yeah, it even Wedge. way better.
0: <laughs> Wedge having to go to the refresher and and having, you know, a droid follow him and it's just it was so awkward and cute and weird and just perfect.
1: Speaking of droids, like this was this was AP Five's episode. Like AP
0: Five was great.
1: The double agent droid is Chopper, as we find out. But this was this was really AP Five's episode.
2: Yeah, Stephen Stanton got to show off a little bit. Not only just show off in his uh, vocal acting, but a uh, little bit of his robotic singing. So
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll oh. get to that at the end. But man, like how how funny was it that like they literally didn't like the only one that figured out that something was wrong was ap5 and that's because chopper was being nice and no one else thought it was a problem until like it actually was a problem and like putting them in danger but like ap5 was like no he's being nice
0: this is not good And, and that's
2: the thing too i think wedge uh figured out why he was basically sent on that mission is because he's never been around the droids as much. He's never really been around AP five or chopper. And that became really apparent because he thought being nice was normal. And we, we all know through three seasons that chopper is not a nice droid. So
1: no, right. And I mean, it, it was a little weird that they kind of trusted wedge with this mission. It seems like a pretty serious mission because they're, they're building up towards that, you know, attack on Lothal and having Wedge go get, go to this planet, killing 71 to go get the code, the access codes for Lothal so that they could fly in there. Like, it seemed a little weird to have Wedge on this mission. Right. But that it, it's cool because, you know, this is Wedge actually doing things now for the rebellion. This is the first time we've seen him since, uh, the episode where they, where they rescued him.
0: Yeah. Where they uh, recruited him. We've heard him mentioned one, uh, one other time, but besides that, yeah.
1: So I don't know. Do you think this, do you think this means that we'll see more of him next season or?
0: I hope so. I'm, I mean, it would make sense to have him seen more often next season because obviously like he matters more coming up to the, the first star Wars movie. So, yeah, I, I would hope we see him more next season.
1: Yeah. So if they do wind up kind of joining General Dodonna's team, like, yeah, you're, you're right. Like, he could be basically joining, you know, the, the Phoenix team full time since we don't know if
2: Sabine's coming back. Right. I'm going to say no. Uh, and the only reason why <sighs> is because um, I don't think he's going to be part of the Ghost crew just because he did say he mentioned the word that he wants to be solo after this mission. So I'm just going to go against the grain Oh, That a is bit. true. Yeah. So no, that is true. I forgot about that. So yeah, maybe, maybe they, are. but um, the other thing too is like, uh, you know, Sabine is kind of on her mission as well. So I can kind of see him also as like a suitable replacement for Sabine. In the meantime, it'd be nice to see more wedge. I think so.
0: I agree. I, to be honest, I, I'm going to ask a question at the end of this episode since we're coming to the end of the season. Okay. But yeah, I I don't think it's a, I don't necessarily think he'd be added to the ghost crew, but I think adding him as like a secondary character, showing him more in like the fourth season would be a a nice addition. Not so we've seen him twice this season. So I would think adding him kind of like Rex where we see we've seen Rex multiple times in the season add him kind of as a guest character. So he's not necessarily only seen twice, but like seen three or four or five times, but not necessarily as a guest member or I'm sorry, not necessarily as a member of the ghost crew, but kind of as a guest member of the crew.
1: No, I see, I see what you're talking about. Like kind of a middle ground. Well, like having him like Rex, like Rex only kind of shows up now when you know, the situation gets really bad.
0: Mm -hmm. Exactly.
1: You know, another thing I thought was weird. Another thing I thought was weird was the so the controller, once he takes control of Chopper, like is like realizes that, you know, he's he's basically acting through Chopper and that's why he's being nice to everybody. And everyone kind of keeps commenting how weird it is that he's acting nice. And especially like when Chopper repeats back. Ah, uh, the imperial code to AP five.
2: Imperial code sixteen.
1: Yeah, when he when he repeats that back to him, and AP five mentions how weird that is. Mm-hmm. Like the controller doesn't change tactics. He never he never changes tactics to make because he's everyone's literally telling him like, hey, you're being really nice. You're not usually like that. If I personally was, you know controlling a droid on an enemy ship, I would change tactics and be able to act a little bit more like they're saying I should act. Right. So that, that, that kind of caught me off. Cause I was like, this guy seems pretty smart, but he's not adjusting his tactics to the situation, but that could be because he's not trained in that
2: either. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. I think so too. I mean, they are cyborgs in a way, you know, so I can kind of see why, putting a different emotion into a, another droid would kind of be weird, but I totally get what you mean. He should have changed tactics and not just hide and try to trick people.
1: No, yeah, exactly. And even then, like when chopper finally comes back to the ghost and is talking with like everyone and no one else kind of picks up on it either. Like even Hera was kind of like, I'm just, I'm personally going to go talk to him. Like rather mm-hmm. than believing AP five.
0: Yeah, I thought that was really interesting, and the fact that after Hera talked to Chopper, she was like, well, there's something wrong with Chopper. And I was like, yeah, AP-5 said there was something wrong with Chopper. Like, why is it so hard for people to believe AP-5? Yeah, I don't don't remember— It bothered me.
1: Yeah, I don't remember there ever really being a reason for anyone to not trust AP-5.
0: I get that he's kind of snotty, but like— He really, he's always been, I understand that he's very, he can be very arrogant, but above all else, he is about the mission and he really cares about the rebels and he wants them to succeed. He doesn't want the Imperials to succeed. So out of everyone, you may not agree with his tactics or the way that he treats people, but if he thinks something is wrong... I would listen to him. Yes. Because he's also an he's also a droid, so he's not gonna be colored by emotion.
1: I- exactly. Like he if any if you should trust anyone, it should be AP five.
0: Yeah. I just I, I really like him. And this episode really solidified my like of him because he just I felt really bad for him because he just was so adamant and tried so hard and nobody was listening.
2: Yeah, I was going to say also, too, with uh, even Hera just kind of chalking it up to him, maybe just needing a power recharge was a little disappointing for me. She should know that droid like the back of her hand, you know? Yeah. That that should have been something, especially in the position that Hera has been and the way things have been going for the rebels. I would have thought she would have been like on high alert regardless, you know? Exactly. I I think she would have just Mm -hmm. turned and, and realized something was up quicker and and I think maybe it's just because it is a kid's show and they were just trying to make it funny. Like nobody's listening to AP five. But if this were a little more realistic, I think she would have picked up on that so quick.
1: No, 100% with you. Like it, it, it seemed like all the characters other than AP five kind of took like their stupid pills.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And and they were all kind of dumb for plot convenience. I, I mean, got which, w- which I understood which wedge. A little bit.
0: Yeah, I understood wedge because wedge hasn't been around them that long. And so wedge doesn't know their ins and outs. But everybody else should have understood.
1: Exactly. And the other thing that's a little weird is that nobody seems particularly surprised how the controller is able to like take command of Chopper. Yeah. Like so it seems like they they know this is a technology that exists. Right. But none of them are like, oh, maybe this happened. But one thing we skipped over earlier was how the controller knew that something was up or that there was something about this droid because of a memo that Thrawn had sent out.
0: Right. Which I thought was. Um, so, uh, yeah. So Thrawn has sent out basically a dossier on Chopper.
1: Yeah, because as AP5 has said before, like, nobody pays attention to droids. But now we see that only uh, Thrawn
0: is. Of course he is. I I love that explanation.
2: Yeah, that that was great because, I mean, I've had it in the back of my mind. Like, how is Chopper always getting away with this? It's an older model. Like, nobody's picking up on that. And that was pretty cool that AP5 just said, well, they just don't care about droids
1: yeah no i really i really liked that and it really it, it it makes thrawn seem all the better especially coming off of you know the through imperial eyes episode where we see like how smart some imperials can really be like it really shows Thrawn off
2: in a better light all right we should we should talk about the climax of this because that's the part i want to <laughs> talk to you guys about and kind so, of argue a little bit about it. so once they figure
1: out the uh <laughs> so once they figure out that there's something wrong with Chopper, you know every chopper when Chopper locks them all in the cargo hold, like he was gonna space them, which is never pleasant as we've seen Kanan get uh spaced at the beginning of the season you know right <laughs> and it would not have been good for for our heroes here, but how... It seemed a little weird that the uh, door, like on the ladder, had those, a. Well, it was it was bars. It wasn't a hatch, right? That would have sealed off the cargo hold. So even if he if he vents the cargo hold, like it would have still the vacuum would have sucked up into the ship. Now,
0: well, I also think it's really interesting that there was actually a control panel in there to stop it. Like,
1: well, we've seen we've seen that before. We they've used that control panel multiple times.
0: Yeah, but uh, you think that they would have known?
1: Well, did well they they said like well that that control panel only was only for the door. It wasn't it wasn't to open the hatch that uh, he that chopper locked. They had to go outside the ship to do that. Which once AP five gets outside of the ship, like they they kind of foreshadowed that he would be the one to go outside the ship when everybody's getting spaced and it's like sucking them out and AP five's, uh, feet clamped to the floor. He uses his like little magnetic feet
0: for the record. Watching chopper fire guns was hilarious. Oh (laughs) yeah.
1: That's (laughs) that anytime he fires guns is hilarious. I love it when he, (laughs) one of my favorite gifts is, uh, from, I can't remember what I, I can't remember if it was this season or last season, but when chopper like arms himself with two guns and just starts spinning his head with his arms, and so the mm-hmm. guns are like spinning around and shooting at every direction and he's just driving forward. I think that was That's in the first
2: I... season when they're training um, Ezra when he's no, like, no, no, tossing no. stuff at him.
1: No no, no 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 no. This is this is like they're blasters, so they're he's not shooting at Ezra. Okay. I think it's like I think it's like last season or this season. But it's one of my favorite gifts. And so anytime Chopper is like doing destructive stuff, like when he had the uh, detonators uh, back in Hera's heroes.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: like and when he was laughing just plopping him everywhere i love chopper
2: (laughs) (laughs) well then did you love zeb stunning him with his bow rifle
1: i did that was funny and it was it was funny because once they all get back in the ship like (laughs) they all kind of took took it out on chopper especially you know zeb with like i've always been wanting to do that like (laughs) i thought it was a little over the top with how hard he shocked him. But I mean, it was funny. I think that's what made it <laughs> funny. <laughs> but it was so it was so great though when Chopper was uh outside the ship and he was fighting AP5 and AP5 gets knocked off into space and just goes flying. Like I felt I felt bad and I was scared that that was <laughs> I didn't know which way this episode was going to go. Like it was funny up to this point and then I was like, "Oh, maybe they are going to kill AP5." <laughs>
0: Well, I was, I mean, I was genuinely worried when they did the the reverse shock. Hera did the reverse shock.
1: Oh, yeah, after after they uh, do that. So that was a little weird how they could wirelessly shock the other ship.
2: That was the part that bothered me probably the most in this episode. It, it just, we obviously don't know how this works, but how do you send power wirelessly like that? That was just weird.
1: Well, they have those, you know, wireless chargers. You know that you could just put your phone down on the little pad and it charges it. Now, granted, that technology hasn't really caught on in our universe,
2: but maybe it did in Star Wars. I mean, we're talking like a galaxy away, so that's <laughs> no, <laughs> it, yeah, was, it it's was a like, little
1: weird. It's a little, it's a little weird, and so rather than power, I like to think that she was just that she was overloading their data centers a lot with just ran, like doing, um, oh, I can't remember what they're called. Like, a, like an email bomb, you know, when like you can just randomly like spam someone with like a billion messages. Mm-hmm. Like, I like to think that that's what she was doing. And it's that's like how a she denial of, for.
0: it's a denial of service. attack, Like
1: a DDoS. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but it, so, it really affected chopper when it was happening.
1: Well, yeah, it looked violent on him, but he was just the router, essentially. And so when they were receiving it, it was nothing but like a ton of information. And that's what overloaded their system. Enough to blow them up. That's my headcanon. I don't know if that's actually what happened. It's a lot more plausible than sending power through Chopper wirelessly, (laughs) you know. But I love I love at the end when they all just kind of they're. They're like, oh yeah, and if it wasn't for AP5 and Ezra's little like, oh yeah, AP5, great job. And just like,
2: where is he?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: I like the and shot, then, he was just flying backwards. Like, I, oh, I, I love
1: that shot. Me. I love that shot. I kind of want to find that and have that as like my cover photo. Because <laughs> it's so, it's just so funny looking. With you know? those
0: little purple what more help me out because maybe those are
1: their knee we saw them yeah. It's the first time we've seen them in rebels we've seen yeah we've seen knee in um like the first episode uh or first season of clone wars mm-hmm. um they're kind of like minox that live in space um
0: he was just he was, he was so, so happy he was so
1: happy and like they say in rebels recon like he he loves organizing and being by himself. And he's
0: basically he's, the Squidward of rebels.
1: He is the Squidward of rebels. Good, good, <laughs> yeah. Um, that, Chopper's definitely not the SpongeBob, but <laughs>
0: no, but that last line where he was like, "No, I was so happy. The, I was clunk, like, oh,
1: the clunk, the clunk after yeah, that." I, <laughs> I love, I love that they just scoop him. They don't slow down and pull him in. They literally just open. The door and just fly into
0: him. It was the so. It was yeah. It was such a Squidward moment. Was like, it it oh. was
1: very much a Squidward moment.
0: <laughs> it was so sad.
1: Oh man, and just the song he was singing.
0: Yeah. Because
1: <laughs> that just, oh, it it was hurt. funny, and I was trying to see if that was a. I, I was trying to see if that was a reference to anything. And I couldn't. I can't find like that. That song is supposed to be anything other than just AP Five singing. Like mm-hmm. it's not, it's not a reference to like a real song. So if it is a reference to a real song, and I missed it, you know, let us know.
0: I'm a big musical person, and I didn't recognize it from anything. So same.
1: And I was trying to like, I I was trying to picture it, and I'm I'm just it wasn't it wasn't coming new
0: to me. Yeah, I kept thinking maybe like pirate, like some Gilbert and Sullivan because Gilbert and Sullivan is used quite a bit in like Star Trek. But well, like
1: he he's based I mean, on Star Wars. His, is, like his 85's voice is based on like Alan Rickman. So yeah. I was trying to think of like any musicals that he's been in. And I was like, maybe or like for some reason if they went in like a Tim Curry direction for that. I don't know.
0: Man, it really would, it really could have gone Gilbert and Sullivan. Like, but. Yeah, I I didn't recognize it.
1: One thing one thing I uh so another thing in the Rebels Recon that was really funny was uh when sh- when Andy was asking Stephen Stanton like about the scene, uh he said that Taylor Gray and like Freddie Prince Jr. and uh Stephen Bloom like all of them were they had all finished recording their lines and he came in and they were all waiting around and he's like oh he's like, you know, are you guys going to hang out and they're like, oh yeah, we're not missing this cuz they knew he was going <laughs> to
2: yeah I thought that was pretty funny,
1: oh man yeah overall, I really liked this episode it was it was a nice relaxing episode before, like our two next really heavy episodes,
0: yeah, the next episode's gonna be
1: rough you need you need this little break before then, so overall, how much did you guys like it?
0: I really, really enjoyed it i i I liked it a lot I like. I like the droid ep- episodes. So,
1: oh yeah, we, we didn't even we didn't even mention like how like how mom Hera got, yeah, like, how how angry mom Hera got. Like, whew, <sighs> do not mess with her droid. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, she killed a lot of people.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: she killed a heck ton of people to make sure that they knew that they can't mess with her droid.
2: Yeah, that was Mama Bear for sure. Yeah, Ooh, man, do not mess with her droid, um, Ernie. What did you think? <laughs> so, I I kind of heard that you guys loved the episode. I, I I sort of did. I I thought it was hilarious. Um, I'm I didn't like it just because of the placement. I know you you like that there was a break in between like our big dramatic finish here, but um, it annoyed me actually that uh, the placement of this episode. So. While I thought it was funny, I, did, I just I wanted more. I think I wanted a little bit more plot line, a little more story, and I think to to that degree, it it annoyed me. So I didn't enjoy the episode as much as I'd like to say. But yeah, okay. that's my thing. So like,
1: but if this episode had been say before oh, totally Legacy of Mandalore, yeah, because like I,
2: I do <laughs> love AP Five and Chopper's dynamic. I absolutely love when they just argue. Um, but yeah, if it was if, if it was placed maybe in the beginning of the season, I think I would have been I would have given this uh, higher score. But because score. yeah, because it was towards the end. I'm just I'm really annoyed with that. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, well, so here's my question, because I really enjoyed this episode. But here's my question, since we are nearing the end of the season. Do you think we are going to lose any of our Rebels crew? to death um
1: it's a good question i i don't know it i don't know um only because i my money if 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 things hadn't gone the the way they had this season, I, my mm-hmm. money would have been on Kanan. Actually, mm-hmm. as much as I love Kanan, my money would have been on him dying this season. Right, but that only would have been if we if he had kind of gotten through a lot of his story. But especially with him kind of disappearing from this episode, like usually you spend like the l- last couple episodes before a character dies with that character. Mm-hmm. So, um yeah that was i other than that, I don't think anyone's gonna die. like Zeb is too much of a comedy relief. I for, for them to see, kill
0: I think they're gonna see I disagree, and I think Zeb is on the chopping block. I don't know if they're gonna kill him, but I see him being definitely on the chopping block because he's know, the my, most he's the most vulnerable out of my everyone. money
1: my money would actually be on on Rex then.
0: Oh yeah, Rex.
2: Uh, no, Rex okay, survives. Then. Actually, he. Uh, oh, does he? Yeah, uh, Pablo Hidalgo uh, confirmed that he actually was in the Battle of uh, Endor. No, and...
1: that was a
0: that was a joke.
2: Tweet. No, no, it wasn't. Yes, it was. That was a that's the, the chick-sant
1: m- Sant thing.
0: Was it a uh, Millicent tweet? Was it a Millicent tweet? It <laughs> was a Millicent tweet. No,
1: there. Okay, so <laughs> okay. can I call them Millicent totally tweets from by now by on? on?
0: No, there's there's
1: a there's a rumor that because uh, there's an old. There's an old guy in the Battle of Endor with, like, an old guy with a beard, and he looks like Rex does now. Um, but that was an old character named Nick Sant, like, named after St. Nicholas. So, like, he was the Santa character. Mm-hmm. And so, once Rex's look got re- uh, revealed last season, people were like, oh, like, you could totally retcon this character as...
0: into."
2: As into, to be Rex, oh, you know what it was. It wasn't pa- Pablo. It was actually just Dave Filoni saying it looks like him. That's yeah, basically all it was. It just, so yeah,
1: my it mistake. just looks like him. And I, I well, I think Pablo kind of rode that train and was joking around about it. Too. Of
0: course, Pablo. I mean, look, I mean,
1: there's no there's no reason. I like
0: reason, Pablo, but there's it was no reason. It,
1: there's no reason it can't be Rex in the future. Like they could always <laughs> wreck on that to have that be him. But right, my money is like no, that's. Okay. Well, so my, I I think that Rex could die. And
2: my money would be on Callus, not necessarily anybody from the Ghost Crew, but it's going to be on Callus.
1: Oh. oh, I think Callus. Oh, a hundred percent, I think Callus.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm talking, I'm talking the Rebels crew. Callus is already dead on arrival for me. <laughs> yeah,
1: like Thrawn's like, not going to let him go much further, unless,
0: like, unless
1: useful. Well, no, unless like, Thrawn. You- Thrawn is killed by Callus. Oh,
0: yeah, I know you think that. I don't know if. I. I. Look, I want rebels to break the mold and have a villain survive past season. I'm tired of. Like, the Inquisitors died within their seasons. I'm tired of it. Like, let Thrawn survive past the season. Like,.
1: I mean my my only problem with that is that it dilutes Thrawn as a bad guy. Does
0: it? No it yeah. doesn't.
1: If he I loses if he loses but, if he loses there's no there's but who no says he has,
0: no who says he has to lose? It could be like empire. It just means the rebels lose. All
2: right. So my theory is going to be that like um I don't think Thrawn is going to lose and I don't think he's going to die and the only reason why is because if if we were really to take anything out of what's been done in film canon Um, I'm thinking of the scroll, uh, from, um, a new hope and basically that, uh, the rebels won their first battle Well, their first battle was actually won uh, in rogue one. So I'm going to, I'm going to take it that the rebels are going to lose and that Ron is going to survive. And then the book is going to continue his story in another part of the galaxy. That's going to be my, thank
0: you. Yes.
2: All right. Well, we'll just have to
1: see Uh, if any of you guys have a theory of who may bite the bullet at the end of the season. You know, we're taking all bets. You can send on those on over to at Ghost Stories Pod on Twitter. But if you guys want to talk to us individually, you can hit me up on Twitter at It's The Rocketeer. That's I-T-S, The Rocketeer. Spectre, 8, where can we find you?
0: You can find me at Betty, which is B-E-T-T-I-E, Bloodshed, at Instagram and Twitter. And you can also find me at SDCC nerds attack on Twitter
2: and specter nine. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at yeah, buddy Ernie.
1: We are part of the random chatter network. So head on over to randomchatter.com to check out all of the shows that we have on the network. There are a whole bunch, so many that we don't name them anymore on our shows. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But definitely go check it out. Um, there's a lot of good stuff to see there. There's new shows coming down the pipeline, so randomchatter.com. Uh, if you guys like the show, please head on over to iTunes where you can uh, subscribe to the show's uh, individual feed and leave us a review because you know that helps more people find us and lets us know if you guys like the show. Uh, and if you guys really like the show, we're going to plug again that we are one of the nominees for the Star, uh, Star Wars Podcast Awards. So head on over to starwarspodcastawards.com. And click on the vote button all the way down at the bottom. You'll find TV review shows and we are right there. So thank you again, guys. And uh, until next time, we will see you for twin sons. Yeah. Yes. Uh, seems like it's going to be a pretty big episode. But until then, guys, may the force be with you.